Hairdressing, business, beauty, products, people, interviews, fitness, health, well-being. I'm Nathan Plumridge and welcome to Hair Life. Hi and welcome to episode three of the Hair Life podcast with me, Nathan Plumridge. So this episode is looking at where we started to grow our salon culture and how it's developed into the culture and brand that we still use uh, each and every day at the salon. Um, It was also about introducing different services, services for us which enabled us to expand and create a different offering for our clients. And as we know, hair and beauty, it works incredibly well together. So we talk about some of the experiences and the things that we had and some of the fun uh, that we, we had during the expansion plan, but also we talk about how we were getting to near the end where we were starting to grow the business and we were maxing out, which led us on to looking at new sites. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you soon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Hair Life Podcast with me, Nathan Plumridge, uh, episode three. Wow. So it's uh, it's 3.30 in the morning uh, here in the UK. My, my wife is away. I couldn't sleep. So I thought, let's get up. Let's, let's record this episode. Uh, I'm here on my little lonesome uh, talking out to you lovely people. I hope you're listening. Uh, where are you listening? You know, tell me. Uh, are you walking right now? Are you running? Are you cooking your dinner? Are you thinking about having a bath? Uh, let me know. Uh, I would love to hear from you uh, on all the social channels, uh, just because it's just quite nice to find out what people do when they are listening to you. So um, here we are with episode three. Should we let's just kind of get to it? Um, so by now, we are probably five or six years into having the salon. Um, and I'd like to think at this stage, we've kind of expanded the salon uh, probably twice maybe two yeah at least two times now um we've grown the team at the salon to sort of eight to ten of us and i like to think we're in a kind of kind of nice position um i'd like to think we're having a lot of fun right now and this was where creating uh the culture in our business was massive but it's one of those things that it's such an important thing to start creating a great culture that also has, you know, a really strong professional standard that sits alongside it. And I believe that we've always had that sort of family culture running through uh, the salon. And obviously, I suppose that started because it was uh, my dad and me at the very beginning. And obviously for, you know, 16 years we worked together. And um, Like families, we would make sure that we looked after each other and we would obviously help support each other um, within the salon. But we would also really help the team and spend time listening to them just to make sure if they had any issues outside of the salon 
that we would we would help them and we would help them to the best of our ability and that is that's still a big part uh, of the salon today and I've always wanted to be one of those you know a kind of approachable bosses that my team uh, can always feel comfortable with and at ease around um, I've never wanted to have that real sort of me and them culture and that's where creating uh, that within your business can just have such a huge impact on really how your business runs and how it grows. Um, so, you know, how do you think, you know, how do you think you create that culture within your business? Well, for me, it's always got to come from the top. Um, you know, I strongly feel that it became from, you know, me and dad and it had to trickle down to the rest of the team. You know, um, I think we have to set the example and, showing that we would do everything in the business um, on all levels, I think really helped because it wasn't just, you know, us, as I said, sitting at the top of the table. We were down there cleaning, working out, getting everybody sorted. If there was any issues, we were bang on it straight away. And I think, you know, if you really sit down and spend time and look at your business and think, how do I want it to look? How do I want those people to feel when they're in my business um, daily? Um, I think that's just going to add a completely different dimension to it. I think it's going to really help with your longevity um, and hopefully it's going to help with your bottom line. Um, so I think for us, that family culture has enabled us to really keep growing. And, you know, always like that quote by Tony Robbins, if you're not growing, then you're dying. And it's that simple, isn't it? We live in a world now where there is so much opportunity. You know, you've only got to pick up your phone now and you can learn anything. You can learn anything at any time. So maybe it's one of those where actually, you know, spend less time scrolling, looking at complete crap and actually think about using your time effectively. And I think that's where, you know, we now have this golden opportunity. And again, you know, I still always harp back into the, you know, the early 90s, you know, when I was learning my, my craft, we just didn't have those tools. Now we've got them. So always makes you think, how different would you be now? Hmm? I don't know. Um, one of the things that I particularly loved about expanding the sort of business is also bringing in new ideas. And for us at that time, um, adding beauty services into the salon, it was such a great thing. It gave us like a completely different offering for our guests. Um, and at that time, we were very lucky. We employed this incredible young lady called Marcel. Um, and she really was like a sensational therapist. She had the most calming voice and her manner would just put you at ease straight away. You know, just, just the sheer tone of it. And I, I always think, you know, from a beauty perspective, um, it's it's even more personal than having your hair cut. So I think that person having a great manner definitely sets the scene for it being a great experience. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, she definitely helped me one day when she, uh, I remember when she started. And at the time, there was a bit of a, a waxing craze that was kind of like going on. Uh, I'm not going to discuss it, but it wasn't great. Uh, and I put my hand up and said, hey, Marcel, I'll be a model. Uh, I am never, ever being a model for that waxing treatment ever again. Needless to say, 
it was the most incredible experience of my life and a very memorable one and a very painful one. So let's let's kind of end that there. But yes, those dulcet tones of Marcel, they definitely helped me that day. Um, anyway, back to the offering of beauty, kind of offering beauty in the salon. It really enabled us to start looking at the benefits um, of not only really looking good, but feeling, you know, great uh, as well you could really see the impact on clients who would maybe, you know, they'd come in, they might have a facial first or then a massage, uh, but then they would kind of have some styling treatments afterwards. And those two services, um, for us, they worked really hand in hand. And I, I think probably more so now, um, certainly since the lockdowns and the pandemic and all of that, I think care services, there is the potential for huge growth. Um, certainly, it's something that we're going to be looking at uh, in the future. So fingers crossed, but we're going to talk about that more as these podcasts uh, grow. So Marcel stayed with us for some time. In fact, um, it was a good few years. It was only when she decided that she wanted to open up her own place. Um, and I've got to say, we were really pleased for her. I, I wasn't disappointed um, at all because... She was a great person. And one of the things that I think you always want within your sort of business um, is you want to watch people, you know, taking that first step. Um, and if they do it from you, then fantastic. You know, we sort of wished her all of the best. Um, it was one of those things as well where actually as a person, you know, she was definitely she was incredible at massage. She was amazing at reflexology. Um, and if any of you have not had that done, I don't know if you've never had reflexology and had it done properly, I would go and get it. Make sure you add it into your personal routine, because do you know what's incredible is just how much of your body is obviously connected to your feet, kind of feet and head, you know, to the sort of parts of your body that we often quite forget about but actually they're probably the two most connected parts um and i i need to get back into that habit of having more reflexology so yes do that um so sorry kind of gone off pace there but you know we'll we'll cut back to it um when she left we also then recruited uh, an, another therapist really highly experienced therapist called amanda um and she was fantastic um boy she loved to chat she could chat, 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 chat. Uh, and you probably wouldn't even have your treatment because she would just chat so much and you would love talking to her. Um, I don't think she'd mind me saying that about her. She She's still out here doing the job that she does um, and she does it incredibly well. So we expanded our services and we also started kind of expanding our product ranges. And as hairdressers and salon owners, Product ranges can be a little bit like, you know, we can kind of be like magpies. They're all shiny, they're bright, they smell so good. And a lot of the time we just go, we need all of them. We need all of the colours in all of the sizes and we need, need them kind of in the business. And, I, and I'm hoping that if you're a salon owner or you're a hairdresser, you're a beautician, you probably feel the same way. You know, when something fresh and new comes out, you just, you want it. Um. And I think that is, I think that's something that, you know, I see it more and more now when you just see how much product um, kind of is now continually coming on the market. But when I look back to that noughties time, you know, the 90s, early 2000s, um, 
there really there wasn't the choice that there is now you had the sort of big boys to choose from so the likes of you know Laurier Professional or Weller or Schwarzkopf or at the time there was you know Tony and Guys he had TG um, and you know to be honest with you all these big boys they basically owned all of the other brands you know beneath them they just capitalized the market so there definitely wasn't the choice so we at that time we'd opted for Laura Professional um, just because they had really the coolest brands at the time um, and, and even now they still own I think the, the biggest brands in the world for us we had like Kerastas we had Redkin we had Purology so we had quite a lot in the salon um, and for me as a salon owner what they offered us was an incredible amount of support certainly with education um, which is a massive factor in our industry. You know, you have to keep growing, as we said. Um, so they were amazing at helping us with that support. Um, but also they would keep delivering great products, which just meant that we could keep delivering, you know, great hair coloring um, services and styling services. And again, that continues today. You know, ultimately for us, they are at the forefront of you know, the hairdressing industry. So they sort of set the example and then all of the other companies around them, you know, tend to follow. But there is a big shift happening. Um, and I think we're kind of entering quite an exciting phase um, within the hairdressing industry. And that is that there are now these incredible new, young, fresh startup companies who are, you know, very green, very ethical, they're very natural, they're using um, amazing marketing to really hit their demographic. Um, they're cool, so they are at this time. The big boys are still there, but I, I foresee that they must be taking some pretty big hits, which is obviously happening within a lot of other industries as well. Um, so as the time went on, we were getting to a stage uh, of almost breakpoint, and we had started to kind of max out the space. and that does bring you a whole different group of challenges because as a salon owner, do you stay and settle for what you've got or do you, you know, do you try and expand again? Do you, you know, open another site elsewhere? Can you rebuild, you know, your existing site? Um, and that was something that we we were quite torn about what to do. Um, we started to think about you know, right, okay, do we extend the building more? Uh, the property next to us uh, came on the market and that gave us the potential opportunity to, you know, double the size of the salon. But you know what it's like when somebody knows that they want uh, or they know uh, that you want their business, the price goes up. Um, and that's what, uh, that's what Sean did. I remember his name, Sean, that's right. Um, Sean definitely just started to put some stupid money uh, across the table to us because he knew we needed it. And that was the stage when it, we just were like, this is just crazy. We, we can't do that. So we kicked that idea into touch. Um, and then we just started to have a really good look around and see what was available. And this, this kind of section leads me into the our next episode of this podcast. Um, so I'm going to wrap that up there. 
it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, it's still dark here. It's early morning. My name is Nathan Plumbridge. Thank you for listening to the Hair Life podcast. Uh, don't forget, please hook up with me. Write me a review. Um, you can subscribe to this channel. Follow me at Nathan.HairLife on Instagram. And don't forget to email me at Nathan at HairLifeShow.com with anything that you want to know about because this podcast is going to be continually growing, continually changing. We're going to be talking to incredible people in all different sections of hair and lifestyle. So I'd love to get your input and your feedback. So once again, thanks for listening. Sleep tight. Catch up with you soon. Take care.